My name is Jackson from Elmhurst, and this is Zen Parenting Radio Podcast number 167. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome back to Zen Parenting Radio, episode number 167. Um, wonderful show this week. Just got back from vacation. You're giving me a frown. Uh, no, I'm. it's not for you. I'm reading a note that I wrote, and I don't know what that means. Are you pulling a Seinfeld? I wrote stinking rich. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Remember that Seinfeld where he, he thinks of these jokes in the middle of the night and he writes them down? That's kind of what this is. Like, what was I trying to say? Right. So um, we have, uh, we're talking about your blog, which is really good, which got some good feedback, and I think we have some good things to do. The name of the blog is called Banning Bossy. It's not about the word. It's about the conversation. Well, and, you know, obviously we can talk about the blog, but really um, Cheryl Sandberg and some other people rolled out a uh, program for girls uh, called Banning Bossy, or I think it's called Ban Bossy. Was it like a YouTube clip? Can I play it maybe? No, you can find the website. Oh, okay. Yeah, go to, if you go to, just look up Ban Bossy, Cheryl Sandberg, and you'll see it. And there's um, there are some YouTube clips, Todd, like Beyonce did one, um, Jennifer Garner did one. I'm going to do my research while the show is going on. All right. That sounds good. So basically... A lot of preparation going on over here. <laughs> so the the gist of it is that... Um, did you want to explain what the show is first? Uh, Zen Parenting Radio, episode number 167. It's a discussion between a spiritual and emotional mom and a logical and practical dad. We have three daughters, ages 6, 9, and 10. And our goal is to give you the resources to become a better parent, but more importantly, to become a better you. And always remember that the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding. So, yeah, we're going to talk about your blog, which we're about to get into. We're going to talk about vacation we just got back from, and then maybe even some lingering effects of the vacation based on this morning. Yes, lingering effects for all. Um, And then I also want to throw out there that we have a new voicemail option on our website. Mm -hmm. There's a little orange box on the right-hand side, and instead of writing to us, if you're more of the voice person, all you do is click on it, and assuming your computer has a microphone, you can send us a message. So if you have a question, you can ask a question, and we can answer it on the air or not. Are you going to use people's voices on the air? Yeah. I mean, as long as... So they should probably tell us that's okay. Yeah, tell us that's okay, and I'll like... uh, Produce it so, you know, all the extemporaneous stuff is, is mm-hmm. out of there. But, yeah, so just go to our website, zenparentingradio.com. It's in the orange box on the right-hand side. and um, You've, We've already gotten a few messages we've already. We've gotten one from some lady in London. And another one, because on our vacation you read one or you played one for me. It was Did a guy. I? Remember? Because you said, we've got this new voicemail box, and I didn't even know we had it. So maybe we got two. So anyways, we haven't even promoted it. So anyways, um, so that's the deal. And then I do want to talk about our first partner because she has a big thing coming up on Monday. Starts next week. March 24th, hunteryoga.com slash zen. She has a 28-day daily practice that is yoga and... A bunch of other things. What else does she? Well, have? self care. Self care because the she it's basically um, she focuses on moms, just you know, busy moms. But anyone can do this. You know, Todd did it. Are you doing it again? I don't know. Maybe it depends. I'm looking at my schedule, but she has simple, easy to follow videos that are weekly, short guided meditations, teaching audios, live coaching events, daily emails. But the best part is the first week is completely free, so there's no risk. There's no nothing. So if, sign up and see if you like it. If you don't like it, then you drop out and you're, you know, it didn't cost you nothing. So. Mm-hmm. Then you're a dropout. Um, then you're a dropout. Then you're a quitter. 
hunteryoga.com slash zen. And we're also going to have a special 10-minute podcast for only the people who join the 28-day program. So that's a cool thing. Too. Oh, yeah. We did we did that last week, didn't we? We did. So I don't know when that will happen in the 28 days, but it'll be in there. So, so that's Hunter Yoga. So now let's talk about your blog. Okay. Well, let's talk about, instead of my blog, let's talk about Sheryl Sandberg for a second. Can we do that? As long as I'm promoting your blog at the same sure. time. Um, so Real quick d- about your blog. Yes. I have never subscribed to it. I know. Come on. That's kind of funny. I know it is. We're, you know, I sit there and, you know, beg and plead for people to sign up for our newsletter and sign up for our blogs and everything. And I've never signed up for your blog. So, well, here's something that, that, you know, uh, that I did this year. Um, I was a blogger actually in the last four or five years, I've had blogs in different places. So it might be confusing. I was a blogger for Chicago parent for many years. And then I became a blogger for Chicago now. And I think I was there for three years. And then this, how long ago, four months ago, five months ago, I decided to put my blog on my own website because Todd and I are doing so many things now that I'd rather draw the attention to my website. So if there's something I write that's interesting, and that was at the suggestion of our friend Josh Becker. So thank you, Josh, for that. Um, So I have a blog in a new place, and there's a few things that happen with that. Number one, I lost the subscribers from Chicago Now. Number two, um, people don't necessarily know where to find it, and I don't have the same Google connection that I used to. Because being connected to a big group like Chicago Now – um, you know, it's it's a lot easier to locate. It comes up a lot um, further up on the whole Google search. So I'm trying to grow this new blog, um, but I have, you know, I pulled a lot of my old blogs and put it on there. But the blog that I wrote last week was in response to... How do you <clears> subscribe <throat> to your blog? Oh, well, all you have to do is go to it and it'll say subscribe. Go to, to where? Oh, <laughs> GathyCAdams.com. Gotcha. If you look, um, it says, it actually, a place where it says blog, but also on the top it says Kathy's writing, and mm. under that it says blog. It's pretty easy to get to once you get to the website. KathyCAdams.com. Yes. And um, the, it's the first one at the top right now, Banning Bossy is. But here's what happened. So Cheryl Sandberg came up with this campaign. Did you find the website, Toddy? No, because it's all about the haters. Well, go away from the haters and just go to the actual Ban Bossy website. But Ban- I, that's what I can't find. Oh, you find. can't find no, it, huh? It's- is all this other stuff. Well, on the actual website, um, it just has uh, – first of all, Sheryl Sandberg created this. She is the um, uh, CEO of Facebook. She wrote a book called Lean In, and she's become quite the voice for women um, who, first of all, who you know want to be a part of the workplace, who uh, have a desire to be executives, who have a desire to climb the ladder. Um, her idea is to be focused on that, and the whole concept of Lean In is – is instead of figure out how you're going to get out of that so you can raise a family, stay involved, stay in and recognize that you actually can, if you so choose, raise a family while This being- is Ban Bossy. Take one. It's a minute. It's a minute long. Oh, okay. Pushy. Stubborn. Stubborn. Pushy. Pushy. Stubborn. Stubborn. Bossy. 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 When I was growing up, I was called bossy. I think the word bossy is just a swasher. Being labeled something matters. By middle school, girls are less interested in leadership than boys. And that's because they worry about being called bossy. We need to tell them it's okay to be ambitious. We need to help them lean in. Words matter. Let's just ban the word bossy. And encourage girls to lead. To be strong and be ambitious. Listen to your own voice. There are no limits. There to be you. You can change the world. Let's ban bossy. Be brave. Be you. Ban bossy. Join us to ban bossy. 
I'm not bossy. I'm the boss. Encourage girls to lead. Take the pledge at bandbossy.com. It's weird. I did plug that in. So that's the, I'm sure there's a bunch of clips, but that's the one I pulled up. Well, and and I actually, I'm glad that you played that because it gives the core of what she's trying to say. Well, and I think it's important to, the people that were in that video, there's a bunch of people, about 10 of them, but Condoleezza Rice was in it, Beyonce, Sheryl Sandberg. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, Jimmy Johnson, who's a NASCAR driver. Mm -hmm. uh, Arnie Duncan is Mm -hmm. in there. So anyways, people couldn't see that. And this is also, um, the Girl Scouts um, are doing this with Sheryl Sandberg. They're, They're partnering with her. Okay. So. So here's the thing. What ended up happening is there was a lot of negative press about this when this was rolled out last week. Um, A lot of negative press, like I saw something in Time Magazine that was negative on CNN. Um, And then a lot of, I'm obviously I'm connected to a lot of other bloggers and a lot of their blogs were just going to town on this. Going to town. Going to town. What does that mean? Um, Saying this is ridiculous. Um, don't tell me what to do. Who do you think you are? If my daughter's bossy, I'm going to tell her. Um, you know, you don't have a right to tell me how I can talk to my daughter. You know, what are we going to do next? Ban books if we're banning words. I'm tired of people telling me what words I can use. Let me say this: it was a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it really triggered people, and and everyone has their own reason for that. I can't say why. You know, last week we were talking about triggers and. Thorns. Thorns and just how something, when it really brings you discomfort or rubs you the wrong way or brings you that sense of, what's, what was the word that we just came up with? Disturbance. With, yeah, disturbance. When you're really disturbed, what is that? Um, because I don't necessarily think this campaign is perfect. I don't necessarily know that I'm never going to use the word bossy again. Mm-hmm. I don't use that with our girls, though. So maybe that's why it's not a big deal to me. Um, but I think that why this is so important to discuss is here's a woman who has some power and some clout and who has climbed the ladder and has done things that um, are pretty impressive. You know, she's worked very hard and become very educated and we're so angry with her. Right. (laughs) You know, like Todd and I were talking about, um, you know, people, and again, regardless of political affiliation, so many people feel that way about Hillary Clinton and so many feel, you know, these women in power, this is what we're talking about. Why are we so triggered by that? Well, and I admitted to you, um, without getting into a political discussion, before I understood that Hillary actually was a very smart woman, I thought she was riding on the coattails of her husband. And now that I know a little bit more, I know that she's extremely intelligent, regardless of your affiliation politically. But in the beginning, I didn't like her either. And did you mean when when Clinton was president? Like, what does in the beginning mean? Yeah, when Bill was president. When Bill was president. Okay. I'm like, you know. You're like, why is she getting involved? Well, and she Mm -hmm. like took on health care and she she lost, but she took on health care. I'm like, it's the president's wife. Like, what qualifies her? And I didn't know anything. And, but I will admit on the air that I I was and kind of still am intimidated by powerful women. Yeah. I don't know why. It's my baggage of growing up. It's living in this society. And I, it's a woman, and this is going to sound horrible, but in a way, like, I did think that she was a bossy person. She was right. inserting herself in a way where she didn't belong because right. she was the president's wife. Well, I she appreciate w- you being honest about that. And um, so I do have, uh, and, and I feel that way. Um, I, I don't feel that way as often as I used to, but mm. I think it's very... Um, you recognize that disturbance in you. I recognize the disturbance and uh, powerful women are different. Mm-hmm. And we the whole goal of this is for them to be the norm. But because they're different, I would kind of get intimidated and react 
in not such a nice way. Mm-hmm. Not, not like I would. Not to their face, no. but you'd feel it internally. I would feel it. Like, who, who does this woman think she is? Whereas if it was a guy, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Well, and I think that's the important part of discussing this is that the st- I, I have no issue. Like I said, discourse is really important. Like maybe this campaign isn't perfect. Maybe banning a word doesn't feel right to certain people. Maybe um, we should have called it something different. I don't care. This is it, The thing is, is we can talk all we want, but we're not doing anything. Thing. She is. Right. You know what I mean? We can say she should have done it this way or that way, but I just want to give credit to her for doing something. So let's just say it's not perfect. But why are people so angry? Mm-hmm. You know, what is the and, – and I don't even need the answer. It'd just be nice to have that going inside and saying, why does this so disturb you? And why – what is the alternative? Like if you think this is such a bad idea, what could have been done? And a lot of people said, well, you know, they could have called it something else. You know, they could have used different terminology to not trigger people. And I I feel like it would have triggered regardless. Well, a, a few different things. Okay. One is the trigger actually helped this cause. It did. It the, did. Because it, it, it brought attention. So yeah. contra- even though- Bad press is good press. Yeah, yeah, there's really nothing controversial about it, but people perceived it that way and it created a buzz. Right. So in that way, I'm going to call them the haters. Mm-hmm. The haters helped this out. Right. Now, your other question, which is completely different, is why do people get triggered or why the hate- I don't know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I think it's the um, the ones that will scream from the mountaintops are the minority. Yeah. So I would say out of 100 people that would see this YouTube clip, 90 of them would be like, hey, Van Bossy, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, thank you for saying that because the fact that I read so many blogs that were negative doesn't mean that there were blogs. There were probably many blogs that were positive, mm-hmm. but they just didn't get the – they didn't go viral the no, way the other ones just did. Just like this show is not going to go viral because we are – agreeing with the premise of it. Right. Well, what I agree with, this is what I agree with. I don't know Sheryl Sandberg that well, obviously don't know her at all. But what I mean is I don't know her history and everything she stands for. But what I will say is that she is a woman who is speaking her truth and telling the world what what has worked for her in an effort to help other women and raise them up and empower them and in an effort to look at young girls who are being called a word that she was called that was very disempowering and saying to people, in my experience, this word really hurt. Maybe it's something we shouldn't use. And I feel like God bless her. You well, know, like this is this is a good this is a good thing. You use your experience to change the world. Well, and I kind of want to dive in, dive into real briefly the idea of the campaign. So okay. what they're saying is girls are called bossy uh-huh. when they're younger, when they're growing up, mm-hmm. or when they're their teens or twenties, mm-hmm. and that has a negative effect of the girls, and they will kind of dim their light as a result of this word. So if they are naturally more outspoken, assertive. if they like to be more assertive, if they like to be in charge. There tends to be more of a discomfort with parents and a calling a young girl bossy, drama queen, stubborn, versus if there was a boy who was taking charge and saying, I'm going to be in charge. I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. What a great leader. What a great leader he is. Well, we could talk about Roseanne and Ellen and all those people. Like Roseanne had a reputation of being a B-I-T-C-H. Right, right. And maybe she is, maybe she is. Or Oprah. Or Oprah. And I don't know what the truth is, but the fact that if the same exact behavior came from a man, the reaction would not have been the, the same. reaction like a Donald Trump, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's like, well, he's a leader and he knows how to get things done. And, you know, he, he's, a, he, 
you know, follow him and that's where the money is. And, and you know, we all, I don't need to say all the things Donald Trump says out there in the world. You're he fired. Kind of, he kind of does. He does his own um you know, you can just listen to what he says. Um, but there are women who are leaders who, you know, give people a lot of jobs, who do a lot of good work. And all the press and all the uh, the, the language around them is like what you just said. It's very um, – it's, you know, she's this, she's that, and she's a, you know I, – I, we can't say the words because they're all swear words. Maybe you, know? you could spell them. Well, like you said – Well, what does it rhyme with? Well, which – which or a blank buster a blank buster uh-huh a fall buster what's a fall buster oh yes okay yikes <laughs> you're trying to rhyme things yeah I'm and a that you know that sh- that that they should somehow be taken down or like what you were admitting to who does she think she is mm-hmm. how dare she assert herself in this situation how dare she and and the thing is, is we can't say in every situation, I can't always say, well, the women are always right and the men are always wrong. Obviously, there are, you know, it's always different depending on the situation. So what Todd and I like to talk about is balance. It's not about just focusing on women and saying all men suck. It's looking at behaviors mm-hmm. and recognizing that gender should not be the deciding factor on whether or not a behavior is appropriate. Right. And, that and right now it is in the society. In our society. And we, what this whole campaign is about is when we are talking to our girls to recognize our own discomfort. And what I was honest about in this blog is that I'm raising three daughters. And I recognize sometimes when they come home to me with issues or I want to do this or I want to stand up for this or I want to say this – I will sometimes guide them toward making everybody else happy. Mm-hmm. And I will then, after I guide them toward that solution, sit with that and feel really uncomfortable and be like, you know what? That's my stuff. My daughter just came in and said she wanted to stand up for herself or say something or do something. And I guided her toward be nice, be sweet, be kind. Because that is that is my own stuff, my own societal pressure, the way that, you know, my generation was was more brought up to be. And I have to go back sometimes or in another situation, notice what I'm saying to them and say, you know what, take a risk or be courageous or say that and see what happens and recognize that I don't have a son. So I don't know if I would do it differently with my son. I don't have that personal experience. But what I do know is that I want to recognize what I'm saying to my girls and why. And if this can I don't think that you know, the people in this campaign, Sheryl Sandberg and the rest, are really saying you can never use the word bossy again in your life. What they're saying in a more dramatic way is notice when you use that word and why. Mm-hmm. Is Are you uncomfortable when your daughter is being assertive? When your daughter gets angry or frustrated, do you shut her down? Mm-hmm. Versus if a, you know, a boy gets angry or frustrated, well, boys will be boys. Right. It's noticing. It's acknowledging. And I think that unfortunately sometimes when we start to notice things people get uncomfortable right and the this obvious this campaign obviously made them uncomfortable it was a trigger this comes right from your blog girls admit to me that they dumb themselves down for boys or even other girls so they won't think they're trying to be better i see how girls shift from wanting to be leaders and wanting to blend in to protect themselves from being lonely or hurt yeah I've worked with girls forever, you know, like that's been my my professional career. And obviously I'm raising girls. And so I obviously have a lot at stake here and a lot of um, 
uh, professional experience and personal experience here and all these things that Sheryl Sandberg is saying, I have seen. Mm -hmm. I I have seen girls who are smart, who want to not be viewed as too smart because they don't want boys to be annoyed at them and they don't want other girls to think that they're trying to be better than them. I have talked to girls who have chosen to not raise their hand anymore and I've watched it. As I've said, I teach college too. And the girls in class do not raise their hand and talk. And and there can be many reasons, but I've taught for four or five years now, and the same thing happens every semester. It's not one group. And when I talk to them about these things, when because these are the things we discuss in these social work classes, you know, girls having their voices muted, they totally, they remember when it happened. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember in sixth grade, or oh, yeah, I remember in eighth grade, you know. I, they all remember when they started to let go of the desire to be assertive. Well, and I think that we, um, just because we have three daughters, we tend to think, oh, we talk about daughters quite often and girls. And for the mother or father of a boy, I can very easily see them saying, well, this doesn't have anything to do with me. Okay. And actually it does because you have a son. Yeah. And the the haters are the women and the the men. Mm -hmm. So it's important to... um, for us parents of these boys to educate them and make sure that they know that women are just as valuable as boys. They're not better than boys. Right. We're balanced. The, we all have something to share. Well, like we went to the Girl Rising documentary. In a way, I kind of feel like we didn't do the best job marketing that because I think we catered towards the moms and daughters. Mm-hmm. And Girl Rising is a documentary that uh, tells a story about these underprivileged girls from third world countries that have to fight and scratch to be educated. And I kind of wish that I would have um, focused on getting boys there, getting boys Mm -hmm. and fathers there too, Mm -hmm. because the women and the girls for the are more likely to know this already. Mm -hmm. The boys and this, and the fathers are not. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say that out loud that if you're listening and you have a son, you're like, Oh, I don't, this has nothing to do with me. Yes, it does. Well, and it's part of the reason like BU, uh, that Todd and I do, we've obviously started by working with girls, um, because it, that's more my focus. That's kind of, like I said, that's always been more my focus, but we knew going into this that boys, we would work hopefully down the line, just as much with boys, because this isn't about just empowering girls. This is also about empowering boys well, and, I will and educating s- them. Well, and I will say that there these campaigns, there's so many Girl Rising, Band Bossy, um, what's the other one that... Uh, Finding Kindness. Finding Kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these documentaries and all this attention brought up to empowering women, and that's important. But I feel like, and this is going to sound weird or double standardish. The boys are kind of getting left behind mm-hmm. in that this attention isn't drawn on these boys because they're supposed to already have all these privileges. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need to bring some balance to that too. There's a documentary coming up in 2014 called The Mask You Live In. And we are going to try to do everything we can to get that here in our town in Elmhurst and have as many people come and see that as well mm-hmm. because – you know, at the risk of kind of going in a different direction, the boys need just as much help. Well, and they need just as much help. It maybe they already have certain privileges, or maybe they have they are already given some um, things that maybe girls uh, don't get to experience. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if we don't talk to boys and if we don't educate boys and like you know empower boys to be their true selves, then it's not going to really benefit 
the girls in the long run. You know what I mean? Like we can't just focus in one area. We have to be able to balance the two. And the truth is, is that boys have just as many challenges in this society, but they look different. And a lot of people like, oh, boohoo, poor you, you know, you can't show your emotion. Hey, that's huge. And when you don't have the ability to show your emotion, when you don't even know what emotions you're feeling, when you don't have anybody who understands or respects the facts that respect the fact that you're having emotional experiences, it shows up in different ways. It shows up in things like violence against women. Mm. It shows up in things like domestic issues. It shows up in things like disconnection, you know, and you know, the, the statistic that is always so staggering to me is that in prison, what is it, 93% of people in prison are men yeah. and 7% are women? Exactly. We've got an issue yeah, here. there's something happening. <laughs> there's some problem. And so the point is, is that even though, you know, we're talking about banning bossy and how we need to be focused on our words we use with girls because we need to empower them to become leaders so we can become balanced – to Todd's point, we have to make sure we're talking with boys about them understanding and and recognizing, respecting their place as well, yeah. because there is no one better. Yeah, there is just we're trying to find a sense of balance. So this is what I want to do. Do you have Do you have any closing thoughts on this before we move on to the next topic, which is um, our vacation and what we learned? One, from it? my one closing thing that I wanted to say is I was re-listening to uh, Brene Brown's interview with um, Oprah this weekend, and if you haven't read her books, um, they're fantastic, and she. Obviously Obviously, did some research on shame and vulnerability. Um, very helpful to many. And one of her her book, Daring Greatly. The reason she titled it Daring Greatly was after a quote uh, that Theodore Roosevelt um, gave. And the quote, I, I don't actually have it in front of me, but the gist of it is is about um, the the um, the critic. It's not the critic who counts. It's the person who is in the arena getting bloodied and battered and actually doing something to make a change. And that that is the person that, you know, they're willing to put themselves out there and be in the arena and do something. And when people stand on the sidelines and point at them and say, you're awful, you shouldn't be doing that. Who do you think you are? You know, and I join, I, join. I felt that way with Get this involved. whole banning bossy thing. Is here's a woman trying to, you know, everyone's like, well, you're a woman in power, do something. Okay. So she does something and then everyone rips her down. Mm-hmm. And I think she can handle it. I'm not worried about her. I just want us to recognize. It get into the arena and try something and recognize how difficult it can be and how it's it is a fear for me when we move forward and we do classes and I write things or you know I'm trying to say a viewpoint that I have. It's not everybody's viewpoint, right. and you don't you don't have to agree with all of it. But to call people names and to rip them down and to say who do who do they think they are? Well, jump in there and you give it a try too. And if you do that, then we can have a conversation. But if it's just to stand outside and to criticize other people, I think that's something we have to be conscious of. To bring it to a very surfacey level. Yes. Whenever we're deciding what restaurant that we want to go to, and maybe it's a Friday night, we're going to treat ourselves to a yummy dinner out as a family. Yeah. And I say, well, let's go here. And then the naysayers from the back seat will be like, I don't want to go there. I want to go somewhere. And I say, fine, if you want to go there, you come up with your own alternative because right. sometimes even our kids are adults, whatever, it's just so much easier to say no. Well, and it's so much easier to point out everyone else's flaws. Come up with your own solution. Yeah. You don't want to go to McDonald's? Go, let's go pick out another place. Do you want to go to McDonald's? I haven't been to, I haven't had a burger from McDonald's in years. I know. I used to eat there all the time. Yeah. I still drive through to get nice tea occasionally. I know you do. And the McFlurries, turn them in a bad, I wish I had my turn them in a bad drop. 
The McFlurry nowadays. I want to hear it. I want to hear the kids. I don't have it. It's all screwed up. Oh, no. Maybe I can put it in afterwards. Okay. The McFlurry, which I used to love, they're putting much less of the chocolatey part, whether it's Oreo or if it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And it's just a a lot of it near the top. Uh Uh-huh. And there's nothing at the bottom. It's not, they're messing it up. It's just a bunch of, it's like they put it at the top. They're teasing you on the top. And then unless you really work it around, and even if you do, there's not enough, there's to, not go enough to go around. Well, it's kind of like, that's why like a Cold Stone, for anybody who has a Cold Stone, they mix it in to, the, I don't- I They don't, don't use enough chocolate either. You don't think so either, huh? No, but they do mix, they have a better so dispersion. So what's your, good, since we're talking about not criticizing everything, I'm what gonna, is your solution? I'm going to write a letter to Ray Kroc. No, you're not. He's not around anymore. Well, if he was, I would. Well, instead of writing a letter, what is your favorite then? If you could get any ice cream, like a Dairy Queen? Um, yeah, Dairy Queens are good. Blizzard? I like Ben and Jerry's from the grocery store. Me too. Well, see, they know how to do it. They do. The only problem is those little containers are so little. And then they put that little vacant spot at the bottom of the container. So it makes it look like there's more than there actually is. They drive me nuts. I didn't know that. So I want to talk about, um, our vacation in Mm -hmm. just a second, but we have two things we need to do before that. Okay. First one is I want to talk about Dr. Kelly from the Tree of Life Chiropractic Care. Uh-huh. She has a workshop coming up on April 15th about ear infections and antibiotics, what every parent should know. And I was going to say something about Dr. Kelly uh, last week, and I wish I did, because what I was going to say last week was none of our three children have been sick for the entire school year. And we attribute <laughs> some of that, quite a bit of that, to getting weekly adjustments. Absolutely. Um, but the un- funny thing the is, the funny thing is, last week, well, Skylar had an eye infection, right? So nothing you can do about that. But Cameron was a little under weather, so she missed a day. So, but out of three girls, well, an eye infection can still be connected to alignment. Like your body, if right. your body is in proper alignment, it can fight any kind of sickness, right? But so, anyways, it, it would have been better if we said it last week because we could <laughs> we could have said that none of our three daughters have been absent from school for the entire year. But yet, last week we had two. But I think. That even though, like you said, you know, Skylar's was an eye thing that she might have caught. I think that they were more in um, preparation for us leaving. When Todd and I go on trips, typically, I don't want to say always because I don't want to put that in the universe, but typically we have a child who gets sick mm-hmm. right before we leave. And like Todd said, the girls so rarely get sick that it makes it so obvious yeah. that there's like too much anticipation that we're going out of town. Yeah. And I even was trying to not talk about it. Not, I mean, they obviously knew, but I was trying to not even make it a big deal yeah. because I was, you know, but they, you know, it happens. So in case you like Dr. Kelly, because we love her, uh-huh. um, their number is 630-941-8733, chirotree.com. Now I'm going to play a clip from a movie that's really funny. And if you don't like our movie clips, just fast forward a minute. But Is it a minute long? Yeah, it's about a minute Does it long. have anything to do with what we're talking about? No. Oh, gosh. This is a top to uh, you know what we use on stage, but it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to eleven. Look, right across the board, oh. eleven, oh, eleven, and most of eleven, the and then amps go up to ten. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not ten. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? I'll put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? 
These go to 11. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so sorry for those who don't like that movie or don't like us playing movie clips like your friend Diane. Diane. Well, she didn't say she didn't like it. She said just too many. Yeah, or maybe that was too long, but whatever. Sorry, Um, Diane. No, she'll listen anyway, right, Diane? All right, so we went on vacation together. And it was awesome, and we should yes. do it all the time. We should we should we go should, back tomorrow. We should live on vacation. So we went to Florida, went to Universal Studios. It was a blast. Well, and here's here's a few funny things I wanted to say about vacation. Number one, it's such a preparation, like we were saying, getting out because you know there's so much to plan when you leave. Like who's going to pick up your kids? And we have wonderful neighbors who do that kind of thing. But you know, there's a lot of things that I had to have the girls not go to or cancel or you know, it's just figuring it out. And I'm sure and all of all you parents- falls on you. Well, yeah, it does. And and actually, I wasn't even going to complain about that, but I think you're right. Like, I think more moms do all of that logistical thinking about, you know, Girl Scout meeting, are they going to go? All that kind of thing. So the, all the planning going into it. And then, like we said, one of our children tends to get sick and it's always challenging. One time before we left, our rabbit got sick. I'm like, are you jumping in on this, Greeley? Like, yeah, what's he, the problem? He feels here? the energy. He feels the energy. He got sick. Not this time, but when we left for uh, Thanksgiving. Anyway, so we left and it's funny that we went to Florida. And the reason we went to Florida is because Todd got a good deal where we had to do this marketing tour. Everybody's making fun of me right now. I know. If we did this marketing tour, then like for a timeshare, then we could stay for super cheap. We stayed in a beautiful one-bedroom condo in Orlando for like a hundred bucks for three nights. Yes. It and, was, and it just cost us two hours of our time. And the two hours were pretty brutal. They were funny though. They I'll were never kind of forget funny. those Vic. two hours. Vic was our guy. Vic was our guy. And you know, it's such a hustle. And it's lovely. Like the way that they do it, you know, they have you in a nice room and they have food for you and they, you know, talk to you so kindly. Like he did nothing mean. Yeah. Like he was I'll say that. He was just like a used car salesman. He was just a salesman and I still don't even know what the heck he was talking about. And we it was all about having a timeshare here or there. And the truth is, as we discuss later, if Todd and I could vacation more often, it, it might make it might sense. be a good deal. You but know, we don't. But we so we sat with Vic for two hours and had to say no, and he wasn't real happy about that. And <laughs> sorry, then, Vic. Sorry, Vic. And then, then we were on to our vacation. Here's what's fun is like we were in Orlando, and everybody in Orlando is with their children except Todd and I. Yeah. So we got to go oh, yeah. on all these rides. Just we went the to two Universal of us. Studios. We went to Universal Studios. There's a million roller coasters there. And I have had a child, I had a child 11 years ago, right? So I have been in parent mode for 11 years and I just don't go on rides anymore because I always have to sit with a child, you know, who doesn't want to go or wants to get off. The moms are nodding their head, right? Yes. The moms know. And I always have to, or I had to be with the stroller Mm -hmm. or I had to go somewhere and nurse or Mm -hmm. I I just, amusement parks are not what they used to be. Right. It's more of a nightmare. Right. But this time Todd and I went and it was just us and we got a fast pass. Quick pass? What's it called? Quick express? They they call it an express pass. And so we got to go on every ride as busy as it was in like two minutes. And I went on all these roller coasters and we went on all the wet rides, Mm -hmm. like where you, you know, go down like a splash mountain Mm -hmm. and we could get wet and it was no big deal. Because it was hot. Because it was hot. And because I didn't have to worry about carrying kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, as a mom being in charge of three kids, being all wet is not going to work. You know what I mean? What I thought was the best was I kind of just, I'm pre-programmed saying it costs so much. It costs like a hundred bucks, 120 bucks to to get get in in. for one day. Yeah, yeah. And I just assumed if we're going to spend that kind of money, we got to spend all day there. Right. And then we're like, wait a second. 
we don't have to spend no. all day there. We ended up going there late, and the express pass goes from like seventy bucks per ticket down to like thirty bucks. Right, if you're there after, if you're there the at hours, four yeah. o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we got there at four o'clock. We were only there three or four hours, and we did we every everything. single roller coaster. <laughs> so now it would have been a tougher trigger to pull if we had five of us because oh, yeah. it would be thirty times five. But that is the only, and you know, it never got old. Every time we like flew past all the people totally. in line. Like you see all the people, you know, they're winding through. It says wait time, 40 minutes. Todd and I would go in the express pass lane or whatever, and we'd be up there in two minutes. And I'm like, this is like the best thing ever. And then we got to do fun stuff during the day. Yes. We got to like, you know, um, what well, we got to sleep in and we got to go have nice lunches. And actually they weren't even like fancy lunches. We just... Pizzeria Uno. Todd and I, when we vacation, it's not about fancy as much as it is about, well, for me, more quiet, more time, not being on a schedule. Sleeping in. Sleeping in, not looking at my watch. I I didn't carry – here's another thing, moms. I didn't carry a purse. Todd – I always find it interesting by how when you you say to me, I don't think I'm going to bring a purse. And I'm like, don't. And then you're like, I don't know. It takes a while for you to kind of – decide finally that you're actually not going to take it. Well, and I think you, what you don't understand is that I went from having a purse that I needed, whatever, then I had children and I had a diaper bag that I needed. And if I did not have what was needed in that diaper bag, you know, the wipes and the diapers and the cream and the blah, 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 then you're lost, you know, food, snacks. Then we gradually transitioned out of diaper bag, which was hard for me. Yeah. You remember our backpack diaper bag? Yes, the black one. And then I still buy big purses so I can put snacks and all that kind of stuff. So to not carry my purse is one of the greatest gifts ever. So I had my phone in my pocket and Todd carried my ID and that was all I had. And yeah. that that is vacation in itself. And so I felt so free and going on roller coasters, which I normally didn't do as a parent, that was like Todd was fun guy and I was mom and I was fun girl. Did you just call me a fun guy? Not a mushroom, oh. but a fun dad. And I got to just be that way again. And that's really who I am. You know, that's really the important thing is that... It's remembering who you used to be before we got married. We had a vacation as if we... We're 25. Yeah. And that was... And you went on big roller coasters. Huge. And we might just put up a video at some point showing (laughs) the difference of how two different people might ride a roller coaster. Todd bought the DVD of us on the roller coaster. There's so many ways they make money at these parks now. They videotape you on the roller coaster and then you can buy it, Um, which I don't... We don't need to show that. But I just want to say that play is such a huge part of life. And sometimes we get so focused on our roles that we forget to play. And I'm saying this because I forget to play. And I, for 11 years, have kind of taken a backseat to that at, at things like amusement parks and on family trips where I'm kind of the mom in charge. And even though it may need to be that way, I want to be able to play when I can. Mm-hmm. And that this trip was a good play kind of trip. And um, I just really appreciate it. it and we should feel go young. back. Let's go back tomorrow. I wish. Um, so now I want to promote a few things. Okay. Uh, first, uh, I want to read off, not read off some reviews, but we did get three new reviews on iTunes. Do you have any clapping? Where's all your sound effects? I'm, I'm, they're broken. Oh. I got to fix them. Um, by OrcaPod95065 gave us a five-star review. Joni3276. Nice job, Joni. And then lastly, Julian Shabbat. They also gave us a five-star review. So you three are awesome. Thank you. If I had clap 
sound effects, I would, but instead I'll just do this. That's, yeah. Not, not That's a, old school. That is good. Mm -hmm. um, I have a men's group, a monthly men's group. So if there's any dudes out there, and I say dudes because I'm cool, mm -hmm. and so are you mm -hmm. if you join the men's group. Mm -hmm. um, anybody in Chicagoland area, uh, shoot me an email at comments at zenparentingradio.com. It's a group of men coming together for the purpose of discussion that is not based on football or booze or chicks. Right. And, you different know, stuff. it's one of – it's different stuff, but it's a wonderful group of very different men. It's not a drum circle. No. I think some people envision like a drum circle and a lot of crying. Bunch of regular dudes. Bunch of regular dudes who are just talking about things like I want to live my purpose and I want to have a good relationship with my children and my wife and I want to – and not all are even married. I mean there's right. like a nice diverse group mix. So – so we're looking. We have a few spots open for the upcoming months. So if you're interested, shoot me an email. Uh, Kathy, you have two books: Self Aware Parent Part One and Two. Uh -huh. uh, you can get those on our website at ZenParentingRadio. Actually, KathyCAdams.com. Yeah. Well, you could Zen Parenting. You can click on it, but it's a lot easier to go to KathyCAdams.com, and the books are on the front page. Um, or Amazon. And then uh, if you shop Amazon, do us a favor and go to our website first. There's a search box on our website, an Amazon search box at zenparentingradio.com. If you first click there and then do your shopping, there's a search box on there. Uh, BU, which is the company that Kathy and I just created, uh, will get a small percentage of the sales. And we will put that into our BU program, which is all about um, – what's our tagline? Um, kids and grownups living from the inside out. There you go. So the whole program, you know, this is what BU Girls Club, it comes from BU Leaders, all the presentations we do. Zen Parenting Radio is even under BU. Um, you know, we're just trying to work with, with kids and adults in um, being heart-centered. That's right. Living that balance because our, our brains are great too. Yeah, striking the balance between heart and brain. Yeah, really. We're talk we've been talking about kind of getting this language together and we're, you know, it's all about balance and it's all about respecting both heart and head, but so many of us have become so heady that we're losing track of what's most important. That's right. And if we're really in our heart and if we're thinking like a kid or feeling like a kid, we know what's most important. And last but not least is uh, Avid Company, Jeremy Craft, 630-956-1800, painting and remodeling all over the Chicagoland area. They're very good at what they do. So give them a call if you have any projects around the house that you want to get done. Yeah. So... Well, and I, I would, last thing I'd say is I encourage you to go to Cheryl Sandberg's page about banning bossy, or you can obviously read my blog. We'll put too, it in the show page, notes too. But read it with an open mind and you may still have things that about it that you're like, that doesn't work for me. That's fine. You, your opinion is valuable, but read it from that perspective of she's trying to make a change and maybe it'll feel a little different for you. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes. That's right. And face the strain. Ch-ch-changes. Oh, look out. You rock and roller. Do you want to sing? No. All right, see you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye.